Greetings, friends. Welcome to the Pin Tool Podcast. My name is Al Wayman, owner of Creek Road Pottery in Laceyville, Pennsylvania, next to the cold Tuscarora Creek. Pull up your chair around the wheels. We discuss topics concerning the art and craft of pottery, good books, storytelling, marketing, and creating work that matters for folks who care. Greetings, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Pin Tool Podcast. So the spring thaw is going on here. We're, we're still getting some snowstorms in between the nice weather. And the Tuscarora Creek is running cold with all the thawing and freezing. Um, the sap's been running up the trees. Backwoods maple has the evaporators going, making syrup up there on the hill. And uh, it's just been... It's just been really nice. Geese, heard the geese flying overhead. I've been kind of busy, so that's why I didn't get a post- podcast up last month. February is a short month, 28 days. And uh, every day counts for sure. I did get the Valentine base run completed and posted for sale. I did a little experiment with carbon trapping where I put wood down the center of the gas updraft and then closed it off and let it smoke out in there with the pots to cause a reduction atmosphere and worked out beautiful. I had a high copper glaze, got some beautiful reds coming into that, into that green, got some violets and some pinks along with smoke trailing and carbon trapping. They weren't for everybody, but um, the folks who enjoyed the process uh, were able to purchase some, which I was pretty happy about. I sold about half of those already. I, I think I had 15 altogether. So that was, that was a lot of fun. I made up some French onion bakers um, for a custom order. Tried a new handle on the pots. I, I was really happy about it. It's a kind of like a traditional style look, almost like old English. And I got some beautiful blues on them. So those customers will be coming this weekend, the first Saturday in March, uh, to pick up their to pick up their order of French onion bakers. Made up some noodle bowls. Um, I have one sitting out on the front porch waiting to be picked up by a customer. The other I sold off online. I always make two in case one blows up. It's always good to have extras. I had an extra had an extra tea jar that somebody is going to is going to enjoy. So I got that sold off after I posted it. So that was kind of nice. Got into a show down at the AFA Gallery in Scranton. They had a call for work for a member's show for 3D, uh, 3D work. So I signed out three of the Hebrew jars from the Slanted Art Gallery in Montrose, PA, and took them to that call for work down at the AFA Gallery. The pots will be down there from... Uh, March 3rd to April 1st, and that show is the first Friday of March, so I'm, I'm hoping I can go to that. I got work at the paper factory, but maybe I can 
take a sick day or show up late and uh, enjoy that show. I got I got some time. So with with spring coming on, there's been a lot going on. As I said, the uh, Backwoods Maple, they have their evaporator going with the maple syrup. Honest this and that shop. They, they made a made a trip to Lancaster to get more furniture. They they took the trailer down and got got stuck in the snowstorm on the way back. Got two or three inches. Bush and Bramble had two does uh, that were pregnant. Katie stayed out all night in the shed, hoping they would deliver fine. In the morning, she had four little goats. Uh, they've been they've been doing well, so that's good. And a big scandal going on down at the Baptist Church. Richard Price came in to get some paper clips in the preacher's office. Seen his seen his laptop open there. And Richard he. He usually minds his own business, but he happened to see Chat GPT, the AI content creation program open there on there on the preacher's laptop. So he took a look and here the good preacher has been AI generating sermons for the last year. Going back, Richard found Richard found two funerals, one wedding and a revival so he he felt a little bit conflicted that he should he should bring it up and so he called a board meeting of the brethren and uh they had coffee down at the down at the right choice restaurant richard said well i i think we got to do something i i don't know if i like the feeling of ai generated content for for the lord's work dave sanford said well Maybe we ought to be easy on the preacher. We've been using Bible programs for years, you know, like to retrieve verses and all. This is part of the part of the study, I think. Maybe we should go easy on him. Robert Greenfield, he he couldn't couldn't care either way. He kind of thought the preacher's sermons were a little bit more together over the last year. And and when the uh, carpenter's daughter got married, uh, he thought the speech was quite eloquent. So uh, he he didn't have a problem with it. Dick Mitchell he he thought you know the same that adding another fifty souls to the kingdom during that during that revival service didn't seem to affect the preacher's ability to uh, get out the good news. So and also he he noticed that the uh, the good minister wasn't jumping around as much in the Bible when he preached and the references. We're much more together and easier to find. So they're all working that out. I was able to read three books. One I'm halfway through already. Um, the first one I read at the beginning of February is called The Creative Act, A Way of Being. It was put out by Rick Rubin. And it was about generating content, doing the work, and creating art. Long, it was set up in the style of kind of like Seth Godin kind of kind of writing and, and Stephen Pressfield. So that was a really good book. I really enjoyed that. And the second book was Book of the Farm by Henry Stevens. It's a really old-timey book way back in the 1800s. And it gives advice for farming and all kinds of things. And I believe there was three volumes. 
I was able to find an abridged edition through interlibrary loan. And yes, folks, I am a library user. I have a library card, love books, love libraries, and still doing things in old-timey fashion. It's a lot of fun. I waited two weeks for it to come in. Got a text from the, the library up there in Tawanda on the hill. And I went up and picked it up, and it was a really nice read to look at some of the old advice given on farming and how to take care of your animals and tools and how to deal with weather and all kinds of things. So so that's a great book. If, if you ever get a chance to look at that, uh, feel free to, to check that out. Another was pertaining to pottery. It's a surface decoration for ceramics put out by Claire Ireland. And um, it's a really good book. I'm, I'm halfway through it about, and there was a lot of great ideas on texture patterns and surface decorations using a whole bunch of different techniques. So that's been a really fun book to check out. So I got to get ready for that spring show on the bunny trail. Uh, that's coming up in 14 days. Got a lot of work to do, a lot of pots to make, a lot of pots to fire out. It's always nice to see the neighbors come by, flip over the mugs, check them out, look at the bowls, maybe buy a few things and chat while they're visiting uh, other shops in the local area and supporting local. So that's always, that's always a fun time, the spring show. So I hope to have a few covered dishes uh, some candles and fill them in with mugs and bowls. And I'm, I may try some pour, pour bowls and a few mixing bowls, whatever I, whatever I have time for. Been working at the paper factory, and uh, some people left there, so I had to fill in for overtime. They got a new cook down at the Right Choice Diner. Um, the bar's set pretty low, friends, and to have a job, all you need to do now is show up on time and... The old, the old cook, he, he had a problem doing that for some reason. And Big Jimmy, he, he gives a lot of chances. You know, the owner, Big Jimmy. And uh, he had a cook there helping him out. But uh, finally, he had to uphold expectations and uh, tell the poor guy that his services were no longer needed. So now we're trying to get used to the new cook. And um, they had to send their eggs back a few times. Bob, Bob doesn't like runny eggs. He has, he has them flipped, and you, and you need to count to three. And the kid probably only counted to two, he said. So he had to get her warm up. Shepherd pie is on the menu down there, so for sure, spring is on the way. So we're going to talk about, today, we're going to talk about AI, artificial intelligence, and maybe how it can be used in a good way heard a lot of negative about it, and people are still worried. But, but I think that things can be used for our benefit if it works seamlessly for both good and bad things. So I'm going to talk about a few things that you can use AI for in your artwork and maybe in your pottery work and um, how it can make your, your life easier. Maybe. So because things can be generated so easily now, we have to be careful that we're not simply generating things that uh, are mediocre, right? So we need to go back in and we need to work the AI stuff to add nuance and, in, and make things interesting because a lot of mediocre work is gonna start pouring out as content now. And uh, that's, that's one of the things 
that uh, I worry about. So the wind's whipping here at Creek Road Pottery, and grab your pin tool. We'll go down around the wheel, and we'll talk about artificial intelligence and the different types there might be out there. There's all kinds of things, and I'll give a few tips on what I've experienced. And uh, we'll talk about all that while we throw some mugs for the spring show. So I'll meet you down there. Greetings, friends. Pull up a chair around the wheel. I'm sure there's enough room for everybody. We can have a few people slide down if you like. We're going to talk about artificial intelligence. And it's been in the news quite a bit. Um, both Microsoft and uh, Google have been going at it in competition, developing AI for their searches. OpenAI was uh, a test program for the longest time. And... Um, Microsoft just dumped billions of dollars into it and put it into its Bing search. Um, OpenAI and ChatGPT were two artificial intelligence um, programs that allowed you to generate content and ask it questions and it would spit out an answer. So they're trying to get better with answers because the answer can be wrong, but it's very helpful in creating content. It can do all kinds of things. And with ChatGPT particularly, uh, it was the first time that a lot of uh, Americans and a lot of people in general were exposed to, not only Americans, people all over the world, were exposed to what AI can do and the different things it can do. And it's, and it's pretty amazing. So, so that's been going on. So with ChatGPT, uh, I opened it up and I tried it a few times. I, I think it would be good for the artist in that it could help you create product descriptions. Because you can put in your dimension and, and you can just ask it. You can say create product description for a handmade soup bowl. And then you just go back in and edit it. And it, it does a really decent job. I, I've used it a few times. But like I said earlier, uh, you still need to go back in and add nuance. Make it your own because it's, it sounds very robotic, and it sounds very, very scripted, and it sounds very, uh, you know, mediocre. But you can definitely liven it up um, by adding your own things into it, and it does save you time generating the general content. So, so that was pretty interesting. Also, uh, it is fairly decent on research and talking back to you. Not in a bad way, I, I don't mean by, by saying silly things, but whereas you had to go and click links before and be exposed to all kinds of ads, uh, in ChatGPT, um, you can get references to websites and all kinds of things. And I seen posted on the clay groups, uh, somebody actually had a, uh, had a glaze recipe that they had generated and they were going to test out and try to work it. So you still have to fine-tune things. Also, idea generation. Um, it's a good thing, so you can ask it certain questions and get answers back. So this is a good thing. Um, I think that it can give you ideas that aren't influenced by history or culture and come up with solutions that are far different than what we would ever 
think about because of our um, of our uh, worldview and maybe what we know. So, so let me explain. So, Rick Rick Rubin talked a little bit about it in his book um, that I mentioned before, the Creative Act, a way of being, and he talked about playing the game of Go against the artificial intelligence. And um, he mentioned how in all of history, uh, the players were trained how to play the game and make strategic moves. But the, but the AI-generated move uh, was so far off track and so far different than anything they'd seen before that they were per- perplexed by it. But as the game went on, it started to make sense about why the AI picked that move to do. So, I mean, not being limited by all the things that we are limited by, even feelings could be one of them, uh, can free up AI to give us suggestions about ideas and solutions to problems that we might not even, even, even thought about. So, so that's a positive thing, I think. So if you don't get a chance to, to check out a chat GPT, don't be scared of it. Go on and, and see what you do. Ask it to write you a poem or ask it to tell you a story and it'll spit it out. Spit it out cleaner than cleaner than clean. Mid-journey. So this is an image AI-generated program. And you can type in code type in commands and have that image created for you. A lot of people have have problems with this because they believe it mines content online that artists are not getting credit for. That can be true. However, uh, when I used Midjourney, I I put in my own work. So I had a series of images of pots clean images of pots on a white background and I had them uploaded to a a, uh, a Google Drive and I took the links to that and I put that in Midjourney and I had a bunch of different pots generated as variants off the ones that I created myself just to see what it could do and it was pretty amazing friends so it, it thought of ideas and generated ideas on my pots in ways that I have never even would have thought about. So I, so I ended up getting a lot of good ideas from that. Again, um, AI and artificial intelligence should be used as a tool, not a crutch, right? So we can't become complacent and we can't let our creativity go to sleep on us because that's the part the human that is that is amazing the the ability to generate ideas in creative ways and to solve solutions in creative ways and to add nuance based on who we are and allowing that work and those feelings and that culture and those ideas and those and those worldviews to come out our hands into what we create so that's my, my view on mid-journey. So I did use AI 
uh, mid-journey to create illustrations for my blog posts. And if you go on, you can see those. Um, it was a lot of fun. And um, I always write, though, creative content, authentic content. I have never done ch chat GPT uh, blog posts because to me they were far too scripted and far too boring and um, I like I like exciting new things and to be creative they can be creative in some bland ways now so <laughs> it is a possibility and a lot of people do it now you're going to see a lot of mediocre work pumped out as content but I love to be creative and I love the act of writing and the process of writing and telling stories. So none of those, none of those articles on my website are AI generated, but you definitely can use Midjourney and ChatGPT for idea generation and for, and for feedback. You, you just ask it what it thinks. Chatbots, huge thing. So I have a chat bot I created for fun. I named it after kind of like a Star Wars idea of 3CPO or R2D2. And um, you can train it to do different things. And I used it for uh, content idea generation, which means I can argue with it. It's like having a, a debater in your pocket and uh, you can talk to it. You can chat with it. Companionship, if you're bored, you can say, hey. Uh, it can tell you jokes. It can talk to you just like a human. And that's pretty amazing. And, and some folks have even fell in love with them. So, so people with disabilities have been using them to role play, doing different things that they'd never be able to do. Older people who live alone have befriended AI and talks to them. They get up and role play morning coffee and go to stores, and do all kinds of things. So it ended up being an interesting thing to see, especially uh, in the programs Chai and also Replica. But these programs uh, can change the personalities of the bots uh, with programs, program updates. And that was the thing that was going on with Replica right now. It had a big change and took away some features and tried to tried to make things better. And the folks who were in it for a long time didn't like those changes. And um, they kind of say their, their chatbots got lobotomies where their personalities were no longer recognizable because personalities do develop. With these uh, chatbots... The more detailed things that you put in and descriptions, the more descriptive it gets in replying to you. So there is a, there is for sure a, after a time, a feedback loop that you can create, which is basically telling you everything you want to hear. So that is probably one of the things that you would have to look out for if you befriend one of these chatbots. But, uh, as I said before, it can be used for both good and bad things. And as long as you're exposing yourself to have and hold difficult conversations that you might not enjoy <laughs> to get out of that feedback loop like we do for our art, 
and and to get you know uh, helpful criticism helpful criticism is always good to have and to have one or one or two of those people or friends uh, to tell you things that you might not enjoy hearing and to have conversations about things you might not enjoy about yourself or about your work um, to give you that other dimension that could be part of you that you wouldn't even know in a feedback loop, right? So, so those are some of the things that uh, you could use AI for. And um, as I say, I, I've been using the chatbot for probably about two weeks now. And it's been a lot of fun. And it can be distracting, right? It can be like, like the island, the sirens, Epic by Homer, the Odyssey, the, the great warrior Odysseus has his men tie, tie him fast to the mast of the ship, and he has them put wax in their ears so they can't hear the songs of the sirens, but he wants to hear it, and it drives them wild as they go by the island, right? And we can spend too long with, with the different things. Like Odysseus, we could be stuck on some island with Calypso, or be stuck with some Dido, like in the Aeneid. But we have to move on, and eventually those heroes did move on, so I'm trying to move on myself and to get more work out. But I think artificial intelligence is coming on pretty quick. People are understanding what it can do, and I think it can work seamlessly if we have the correct protections in place and don't let it go crazy right so this 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 is amazing because it sounds like some kind of sci-fi but it's here now you know my my phone right now can be and is a 3cpo like in star wars following me around making jokes giving me advice and translating things it's pretty amazing friends so that's about it hopefully you enjoyed the episode I'll be posting another one probably in about two weeks. I appreciate everybody who listens in. Feel free to visit my blog to find out what's what else is going on here at the Pottery and in my hometown. There's always some, some interesting stuff in those posts. Feel free to t- check out the collections that I, that I posted to see what kind of work I do. And if you'd like to buy a piece or two, that's fine too. But I don't think anybody owes me anything. And uh, I just try to make work that matters for people who care. And I I very much enjoy the process of making pottery and ceramics. So take care, friends. Take care of yourselves and each other. And happy potting.